the Way City Church, located in Woodbridge, Virginia, is led by Pastor Marlon Yearwood and exists to reach the lost and disciple the believer. Good morning. I'm really happy to be here with you this morning. It's a beautiful day outside. And uh, I also sense the presence of the Lord here. And I believe uh, He has something to say to us. And uh, always, uh, to me, the gospel is good news. And uh, it's not only good news, it is too good to be true news. Because uh, we see the love of God there. So my, my ministry is about the love of God. And we are loved unconditionally. Not based on our performance or good works. He loves us because he is love. So today, uh, after I said, even when our sister read, maybe uh, you missed a very, very awesome verse there uh, in, uh, in John 17, when Jesus said, you love them as much as you love me. Can you imagine? That's awesome. God loves us as much as he loves his beloved son, the Lord Jesus Christ. This is amazing. This is God's truth. Uh, it, it is written because the Holy Spirit wants us to know this. So the greatest revelation for a child of God while in this life is to know that God is love. And I'm loved unconditionally. Uh, when uh, Pastor Marlin uh, told me uh, to share the Word of God on Friday, I honestly didn't know what to share. And uh, uh, what came into my heart is uh, this title, How to be Healed of Wounded Emotions. Amen. Wounded Emotions. So uh, I'm, I think I'm also a learner with you. I believe the Holy Spirit will teach us something. And... Uh, uh, when when uh, uh, we read uh, John uh, 20, 20, uh, when Jesus appeared for, for before the disciples after his resurrection, the Bible says he showed them his hands and his sides. He showed them. But in another translation, it says he showed them his wounds. He showed them his wounds. And also in uh, Isaiah 53, 6, it says, But he was wounded for our transgressions and bruised for our iniquities, and the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. So uh, we have a wounded Savior. And we'll see why he was wounded, because even here it says that uh, our, our Savior was wounded. And the other thing I want to, uh, to see is in Matthew uh, 9, 36, our Savior is also a very compassionate Savior. Here it says, but when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion on them, because the, they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep, having no shepherd. See, he, he, was, he was filled with compassion. He was moved with compassion. Compassion means, it's not, uh, I cannot uh, teach you the, the meaning, but uh, in, in the word of God, uh, compassion means not being feel sorry. But 
when he was moved with compassion, it means he partook their feelings, their inner pains, their inner anguish. He partook that. You see, he's not only feeling sorry to them. Uh, so uh, all of us, because we are living in this fallen world in one way or another, we have wounded emotion, wounded pain inside of us. And it is expressed in three different ways. One is the wound of guilt, and the, the other one is the wound of shame, and the other one is the wound of rejection. We cannot go through all these three, but today maybe I'll try to uh, uh, see what the wound of guilt really means. Um, maybe we, we, may, uh, we understand that uh, inner pain is the worst pain. It is even worse than uh, physical pain. Those who have gone through the inner pain, they know that. It is, it is the most ex excruciating pain. The, the inner pain in our spirit, in our emotion, and in our innermost being. In Proverbs, uh, the Bible says, the spirit of a man will sustain him in his sickness. Look, the spirit of man will sustain him in his sickness. When a, uh, a person is in physical sickness, if his spirit is in the joy of the Holy Spirit, if it has holy communion with the, uh, the Heavenly Father, always there is that joy that can easily overcome the pain of our physical sickness. Maybe you have seen some uh, believers going through uh, physical pains, but they, their spirit is alive, very joyful. So the Bible says, the spirit of a man will sustain him in sickness. But who can bear a broken spirit? A merry heart does good like medicine, but a broken spirit does uh, dries the bones, uh, Proverbs 17. So I, I just want to, after I said this, I want to uh, share a little bit um, our inner pains. What are the causes? Really? We cannot go in depth uh, the causes of our inner pains, our inner emotions, and uh, uh, broken hearts, and so on. It's very difficult to go through. But as we know, we are living in a fallen world. And uh, we were brought up in a fallen atmosphere. Even our parents, not knowing any better, we have gone through many um, uh, trying, testing times, and uh, things that really has uh, hurt our pain, our inner pain. So uh, this pain, the, especially the inner pain, starts in our even infancy stage, some say. Even it goes back to our, when we were in our mother's wombs. Uh, and so uh, when we grow up, if we live in, in an area where love is not freely given, um, if it is a, a dysfunctional family, that will affect our personalities and our characters and our thinking patterns and even our actions. Uh, even being a child of God, we, unless we, are, we deal with these things, it will affect our Christian growth and maturity. And even for some Christians, through the years I have, I have counseled many, they, it is very hard for them to see God 
a loving God because of their upbringing. So it's very, very unfortunate. So uh, whatever we have experienced in our infancy stage, it goes up uh, in our adulthood and give, give us um, a very strange personalities. Uh, because the Bible says, you know, uh, we are created fearfully and wonderfully. And uh, so uh, whatever uh, we have gone through, it will be registered. Maybe, uh, you know, many of you know, uh, in California, there is uh, a tree called sequoia tree. And uh, some years back, somebody showed me it is a very majestic tree and beautiful tree when you see it uh, from outside. But it is a very strange tree. Uh, its strangeness is when you cross-sectionally cut it, uh, there are rings within them, rings. Uh, and those rings, they tell its age. If it has five rings, it is five years old. You know, the naturalists, they can easily read 10, 10 years, 50, 50 years. And it's very amazing, uh, a un unique uh, tree. But the most amazing thing is, in each ring, it, it has its own story to tell. Uh, in the tree, these naturals who have good experience, they read, you know, in, in some, for example, in the 10th year, in the tree, it, is, uh, it says that I had experienced frost. It was very cold for me. And uh, another, maybe in the fifth year, fourth year, it was dry. Even if there is um, uh, uh, fire around, it also uh, registered that. It's amazing. And so we, as human beings, we are like that. Whatever we experience, it, it goes uh, in our, deep in our uh, uh, emotional life. And uh, that's, that's why uh, we need healing. So our Savior, when he died, he didn't die only for our sins. Because sin has brought lots of pain, lots of inner hurts, and uh, emotional damage. And what is amazing is when our, our Savior, when he died, uh, he died for everything what sin has brought. And uh, last time also when I, I brought the message, I told you that the cross is the centrality uh, of the message of the gospel, you know? And for God, it is also central. Uh, God defeated every enemy on the cross of Calvary. And the cross reveals how God loves us very deeply by giving his beloved son, the Lord Jesus Christ, putting all our sins and iniquities and also the judgment of God upon, upon our blessed Savior on the cross of Calvary. So that's why it says he was wounded for, for, for our transgression, bruised for our iniquities, and the chastisement of our peace was upon him. By his stripes we are healed. You see? It, 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 when it was written in Isaiah 53, it says, we are healed. Not will be healed, we are healed. And we also read this in First uh, uh, Peter ch chapter 2, to, uh, verse 24. It says, we were healed. By his stripes, we were healed. So uh, Jesus has paid for, for the healing of our damaged emotion, our inner emotion. So... Um, 
That's why as Christians, we have to know what salvation, good news means. Salvation means sozo. In the Greek language, it says sozo. What it means is that to be made whole physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, in every area of our lives. When the price was paid on the cross of Calvary, it brought healing. Not only forgiveness of sins, but it brought healing. Especially the blood of Jesus Christ. Today, uh, we'll go through the, the New Testament, see what, what the blood has done. So, we are, it is very serious. The blood of Jesus Christ, you know, God has honored it, received it. Um, uh, <laughs> I want to take you back to my home country. You know, in, in Ethiopia, um, uh, people, they are very much exposed to... Uh, demon worship, devil worship. So when they come to the church, the demons will scream. We don't see it in the United States of America. Why? Because the devil is very, very civilized. He has a very suit, uh, clothes on him, and no one discern him. <laughs> and uh, so uh, w w w when we were casting out this demon, one demon said, uh, we don't accept their um, uh, testimonies, but he said, don't call the blood. Don't call. It is still today powerful. Don't call the blood, he says. Then he just left the, the person. So the blood of Jesus Christ, is, it works. It has still power. There is power in the blood of Jesus. Wonder-working power. Cleansing us from all our sins and also delivering us and healing us. So we'll... we'll, uh, we'll uh, uh, see today uh, uh, about the blood of Jesus Christ. You remember uh, if I take you to um, uh, uh, Exodus chapter 12, we see where uh, the Israelites were delivered. Before that, before God has done amazing miracles, marvelous miracles, but Pharaoh, he hardened his, his heart. He didn't... Uh, let the Israelites to go, uh, to, to go free. He didn't. Though he saw many, many miracles, the mighty hand of God. But on, on 12, uh, chapter 12 in Exodus, we see how God delivered his people. Not in anything else, but through the blood. He told them, take ev in every house a lamb and uh, uh, slay that lamb and take the blood on the container and eat the flesh. And after you take the, the blood on the container, uh, um, strike it on hyssop, strike, strike it on the top part and on the sides, on the two sides. The top part on the two sides. It's amazing. Uh, and he told them, when I go by your place, by your houses, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. When I see the blood, I will pass over you. You see? So they, they put the blood on the top part they say, and also on the sides. They didn't put it on the, on the lower part because we can't tramp on the blood of Jesus Christ because it is precious. The, the unpardonable sin is tramping on the blood of Jesus. So the Holy Spirit said, don't do that. Not on the floor, but on the sides. And the, but imagine if they put the, uh, take the blood and put it in the container, and if they uh, didn't uh, strike it on the sides and on the top, what's going to happen? 
they could not be saved because they are Israelites. It's only when I see the blood, I will pass over you. That blood is a representative of our uh, precious Savior's blood, the Lord Jesus Christ. So that's why, you know, uh, as Christians, we cannot, we shouldn't be, be filled with guilt and condemnation because the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sins. Uh, of course, if, if I feel guilty, I have to confess my sin because that is the sure sign that when we sin, whatever the sin is, there is no big sin, small sin, as far as God is concerned, sin is sin. If I feel guilty, I have to confess my sins. After I confess my sins, the guilt has to stop. But if it continues, it's not because uh, God uh, considered we are guilty before him, it's because of this, our conscience, or it's because of the devil. In the first place, the Holy Spirit doesn't deal with us with guilt. He only convicts us. Guilt is from the enemy, from the devil. Once we confess, we have to leave it. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll see from the word of God. Yeah. Uh, so, um, the other day I heard uh, uh, Pastor Marlin uh, mentioning uh, uh, Revelation 12. I want to read from that. Here it says, Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ has, have come for the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down. Can you imagine the accuser, the devil had have access to accuse us before God? always accusing us. But we have a high priest there. And as far as God is concerned, the accusation of the, the devil has, there is nothing. <laughs> always God says, see my son's blood. He, show, he, showed, he, shows, uh, the de uh, he shows the devil the blood of Jesus Christ. Okay? Uh, he accuses in many things. Uh, even when you do good things, he can go and accuse you. Well, his motive is not to please you, but to, to please himself, uh, to, for vain glory, for, to, to receive acceptance. And in many ways, he will accuse us. But God has the answer, always. But for us, the Bible says, and they overcome him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not um, love their lives to the dead, it says. So how do we overcome the accusation of the... How do we? By the word of the Lamb and by their testimony. There is, uh, by the blood of the Lamb. There is the blood, there is the word, and there is our testimonies. It's very, these are very, very important to overcome the devil. You know, when Jesus, after he was baptized, when Jesus was uh, uh, tempted by the devil, he didn't ask his heavenly father to send legions of angels. He could have done that. But no, the only way to overcome the devil is by the word of God. Because it is powerful. It is the word of God. So uh, Jesus said, it is written. It is written. It is written. 
So in order to overcome the devil as God's children, we have to know who we are in Christ Jesus and what he did for us on the cross of Calvary. This is very important because the devil is always a liar. Jesus uh, said that he is a liar and the father of lies. Whatever he says to you, it, it is all lies. How do I overcome him? It is only by the word of God, by the blood of the Lamb, and also by my testimony. We have to tell him who we are in Christ Jesus and also the power in the blood of Jesus Christ. That's very important to have uh, our testimonies. So, uh, especially now, when we have a broken heart, a broken inside pain, emotion, our emotion is damaged, the Bible says, the Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart, and save such as be of a contrite spirit. Many are the affliction of the righteous, but the Lord delivers, them out of, uh, delivers him out of them all. So you, you, you have to remember that you are unconditionally loved. So the price is fully paid. Jesus has paid it all, whatever it is. And God has honored the blood that was shed on the cross of Calvary and accepted it. And if we go through that blood, always we receive God's grace in any area of our lives. So now I'm, I'm going to... Uh, a few verses, I'll take a few verses and we'll go through um, what the blood does. First of all, uh, Ephesians uh, 1, 7, uh, it says, In whom we have redemption through this blood, through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to, to the riches of his gra glory, uh, grace. I will read it again. In whom we have redemption through his blood. We have redemption. We are redeemed. We are brought back to our Heavenly Father. How? Through the blood of Jesus Christ. Through bl the blood of Jesus Christ. And we have received the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of His, His grace. I've told you uh, last time when I preached, grace is the other side of God's nature, God's character. No angelic being knows this. It is only given to us fallen human race, this nature, because it is the nature of God that um, came to where we were in our fallen state and redeemed us and delivered us and made us his own. So it is the grace of God. The grace of God is given only to the fallen human race. Why? But the Bible says because in the ages to come, in eternity future, the glory of his grace might be praised. We are not saved by our performance, our good works, or Christ plus my good works. No, no, no. It is purely through the finished work of our Savior on the cross of Calvary. So grace is amazing. It is amazing grace. It is when love is expressed on the cross of Calvary, it's called grace. You see? It is the grace of God that made us beneficiaries of what our Savior did on the cross of Calvary in his death and resurrection. So we have received the forgiveness of sins through the blood that was shed on the cross of Calvary. 
And also uh, in John uh, 1, uh, 1, 7, in, in, the, in John uh, 1, 1, 7, it says, but if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sins. Look, but if we walk in the light, what does in the light mean? It is walking by the word of God. I don't walk by my feelings. When I came this morning, I didn't feel like preaching because I was scared. I was not that much prepared. But I don't, I don't walk by my feelings. I don't walk with what the devil says. I don't walk with what the circumstances I walk by the word of God. The sure foundation for us is the eternal and changing word of God. Stand on the word of God. Because even this morning when you wake up, none of us just go out get from our bed and taste it. Today, this, uh, is this earth will uh, uh, support me. We didn't say that. We just walk. But the Bible says, this earth and heaven shall pass away. But the word of God shall endure forever. So the sure foundation for us is the word of God. Live by the word of God. It will transform our thinking. It will change us without knowing us. It will change us from glory to glory, from faith to faith, until we are moved, um, taken into the likeness of our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus said, the word I speak unto you is spirit and life. Because the author of this word is in us, the blessed Holy Ghost. So he, he knows how to unveil, to reveal the word of God. So live by the word of God. Don't live by your circumstances. Don't live with, with what uh, people say about you. Don't live with what uh, the devil says about you. Even circumstances. Yeah, as Christians, we, we are going through trying times, testing times. But he who called us, and he who said, I will never leave you nor forsake you, will see us through. Yes. Jesus is always with us, unchanging Savior. In uh, Psalm 107, it says, um, uh, when they were in distress, they cried unto God, and the Lord delivered them. When they were in distress, they cried unto the Lord, and they de delivered them. And then it says also, when... You go through the fire, I will be with you. You shall not be burned. Can you imagine? Sometimes he will deliver us, but sometimes we will go through, but the presence of the Lord is there. It is amazing. The presence, you know, the, 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 the peace that passes all understanding also keep our hearts. Peace that passes beyond our thinking. So, uh, if we go, if you go through the fire, I'll be with you. It will not burn you. If you go through the water, I will be with you. Sometimes it is amazing. When we go through uh, very trying times, the presence of the Lord is there. And it is true. The peace that passes understanding. It says, the peace that goes beyond our knowledge. How can peace goes beyond my knowledge? My comprehension, it is only by experiencing it. I will say, it is amazing. The situation is very, very tough, very difficult. 
But there is that peace that passes all understanding and puts me in calmness. So uh, we, when we learn to live by the word of God, our inner being will be uh, developed and we can live um, even in trying times in the peace that passes the understanding, the peace of the Lord. Uh, so uh, walk, when we walk in the light, it means when we walk, uh, uh, that means it is walking by the word of God. And it says, uh, uh, and the blood of Jesus Christ has, his son cleanses us from all sins. Praise God. The blood has power, infinite power, greater than our failures, shortcomings, and sins. It cleanses us from all sins. I, I want to trust the blood of Jesus Christ. <laughs> it is powerful. God accepted it. He uh, accepted the blood of Jesus. He has honored it. I have to honor it too. And also um, in uh, Romans, 5, uh, Romans 5, 9. Now, look, I'm talking about the blood that was shed on the cross of Calvary, what it does. Much more than being justified by his blood, we shall be saved from, uh, from wrath through him. Look, much more than being justified by his blood. Can you imagine? We are justified. That, what does it mean? We are made righteous. How? Through the blood of Jesus Christ. What righteousness? It's not uh, in my good works that I received. It is a gift given to me. When we receive our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, our personal Lord and Savior, God has done many amazing, miraculous things. First of all, He forgave all our sins. And He gave us His own life, eternal life, Zoe life, uncreated life, in the form of gift He gave us. Jesus said, I came to give you life and life more abundant. The purpose of our Savior coming to this world is to give us this eternal life. But the sin question has to be settled before we receive it. That is why he died on the cross. But the purpose is to give us. Because when Adam sinned, God said, you shall surely die. So death operated in the whole Adamic nature. So what man needs first of all is life, eternal life, the uncreated life, the God kind of life, the Zoe life. So when we gave our lives to the Savior, the Holy Spirit miraculously did something amazing. He gave us God's own eternal life, God's own life, the uncreated life. It is the most powerful life. So it is operating in us now. In uh, Romans chapter 8, it says, uh, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Why? Because uh, the spirit that is uh, working, the spirit you know, that raised the Lord Jesus Christ is operating in us, um, uh, giving us victory over sin and over death. Uh, let me read it. I, it is... Uh, a uh, very amazing uh, verse. Uh, it says like this, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Can you imagine? There is no condemnation. It doesn't say there you are, we are sinless, but no condemnation. Why? Because we are 
in Christ, as long as you are in Christ Jesus, God cannot condemn you. Condemnation, guilt may come, but not from God. So there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law, look, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and law of death. Look, when we receive Jesus, when we became God's children, the Bible says there is another law operating in us, and that law is for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. The law of the spirit of life, the same spirit that raised the Lord Jesus Christ, that law, it is operating in us. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and the law of death. As long as we are living in this world, in this flesh, there is a law working. The law of sin is working in us. The law, uh, uh, the law of death is working in us. But what God did is he gave us another law, higher law, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. So it is that, look, that life has a law. It is operating in us to live above the law of sin and above the law of death. It's amazing. Uh, So um, much more than being justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. So uh, the blood, you know, he gave us eternal life after he forgave us and as a gift. And also he gave, God gave us his own righteousness. If you read Second uh, uh, Corinthians uh, 5, and 21, there was a transaction uh, uh, went on the cross. He who knew no sin became sin for us. This is, this is impossible. God the Son became sin. Not sin he committed. No, he cannot see, commit sin. But he, God transferred our sin upon him. Why? Through him we might become the righteousness of God. So our righteousness is a gift given to God, uh, from God to us. It's a, give, a gift given to us, a gift. So that's why here we are justified by the blood. We are made, no, no, made whole, and God, you know, what does justification mean? Justification means the throne of God, when you come through Jesus to him, the throne of God says, I have never, I don't even know you have sinned before me. I don't know. You are righteous before God. That's why as Christians, you know, um, it's amazing. The, uh, uh, the enemy, for some reason, uh, always concealed many truths from the word of God. The Bible says in Colossians uh, chapter 2, it says, uh, you are complete in him. Complete in him. How can I be complete? It says, it doesn't say you are sinless, but I am complete in him. How? Because I am in Christ Jesus. So Jesus has become before God to all of us. He, he is our righteousness, our holiness, our redemption, and our wisdom before God. So 
when we are in Christ Jesus, we are complete in him. It doesn't say we are sinless, but complete. As long as we are in Christ Jesus, that is how God sees us. He, he sees the righteousness of his son in us, the holiness of his son in us. So the, through the blood, we have uh, justification. And uh, also in uh, Hebrew ch chapter uh, 13, it says, Wherefore, Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his blood, suffered um, without the gates. Wherefore, Jesus also, that he might sanctify the blood with his blood, uh, the, sanctify his people with his blood, suffered without the gates. So we are sanctified by his blood. What does it mean? We are made holy. Okay? Uh, it's not by my work, my holy work, I became holy. Because I am holy, I do holy things. Because I'm changed. Christ, look, here it says, uh, wherefore Jesus also that he might sanctify the people with his blood suffered without the gate. So he might sanctify. What does sanctification mean? You know, to, to be separated. To, to be separated and to, be, to belong to God. So Jesus has done that. He has made us holy. So I live a holy life. I do holy things because inside of me, I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. I have become partaker of God's divine nature. One of God's nature is God is holy. So I became partaker of his divine nature. That nature lives in me. It's not my good works that makes me holy, but because I am made holy because of the finished work of Christ on the cross, because of his blood, I do holy things. Because why? I'm a, new, a, a different creature, a new creation. Not anymore in Adamic life, but in, in the new life. Because we are a new creation in Christ Jesus. So, uh, this is amazing. As you well know that I'm, I'm not uh, speaking from myself, but I'm speaking uh, through the, from the word of God. Uh, Okay, um, you know, sin, sin had separated us. Uh, that's why many, uh, even God's people, uh, feel rejection. But here in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 12, from verse 12 and verse 13, it says, that at the time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world, but now in Christ Jesus, ye sometimes were far from, were far of made nigh in the blood of Christ. Here it says, you know, um, outside of the, the Jews, outside of the Israel, we, are, we were without God. We were without God, uh, without Christ. We were without covenant and we also uh, we, we, without any hope. It's very scary. Hopeless. Our situation was hopeless. But God, who was rich in his mercy through the blood of Jesus Christ, he brought us in towards him. We are accepted in the beloved because of the finished work of Christ. 
So the, 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 this is amazing gospel. Finally, I just want to, if we know this, that I am I'm unconditionally loved, I'm accepted through Jesus Christ, I honestly tell you, the love of God, if we understand it, has the power to heal us, especially in our inner pains and in our inner whatever, the emotion, our emotion that is damaged, everything, the inner sickness, the love of God can heal us. And finally, I, I just want to read from Hebrew chapter 10. Uh, And verse uh, 19, what the blood of Jesus Christ does. Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. This is amazing. You know what this holiest uh, place is? It is in heaven. It's in heaven. Look, uh, when, uh, when I think of heaven, uh, that is where God's limitless, infinite power is manifested. His limitless and infinite majesty is manifested. His holiness, infinite holiness is manifested in heaven. His power, his glory is manifested. But even in heaven, there is a place called the holiest place. No angelic beings can enter there. Only the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, can enter there. So when he was resurrected from the dead and he told to... Mary, don't touch me because I haven't gone uh, to the Father. It's, it's not his ascension, but taking that precious blood into that holiest place in heaven, representing us. Because uh, if God accepts us in that holiest place, the blood of Jesus Christ, then he has fully accepted us. So God accepted because Jesus Christ is our high priest in that holiest place. And when he prayed on this earth, he said, uh, Father, let this be where I am. Where is he? He is in the holiest place. He, what is the present day ministry of ourselves? He is our high priest interceding for us. So in that holiest place, through our blessed Savior, we have entrance. How? Through the blood. The final destination, the final work of the blood of Jesus Christ is to take us into that holiest place in heaven so that we may live as priests, as kings before God, worshiping him, serving him forever and ever and ever. Unique place in heaven. So that's the, the blood of Jesus Christ has done all these things. May the Holy Spirit unveil this truth and may the Holy Spirit help us to live in this truth. This is God's truth. And also it brings healing in our innermost being. May the Lord bless his word. Thank you. We'd love to hear from you. Visit us at thewaycitychurch.org.